0: You're listening to the open podcasts. Go on go on, go, on, go, on,
1: go on, go on. I think it was a lot of punches being
2: landed, and we were going back and forth all day long.
3: Here it goes, and in it goes again from Phil Mickelson.
2: It's blow for blow. We had separated ourselves, probably more than two guys have ever separated themselves in any tournament
0: the heavyweight boxers and they just keep landing punches, don't they? I started at average compared to what they did and I was just like,
2: no one's catching them. We weren't making bogeys, we had to make birdies and eagles to gain ground and you just couldn't let up on any shot.
4: I've spoken to Tom Watson and I've spoken to Jack Nicholas regarding the Jewel in the Sun famously in 1977 and they both say that the true Open in 2016 was better. he
5: from Henrik Stenson once again he edges of Phil Mickelson. I screamed so much that the baby flipped inside of me. I just felt her moving a lot and I'm like, oh dear, now I'm gonna go into labor.
3: Crowds in the grandstands on both sides are just standing. Henrik Stenson takes off his cap and just savors the moment.
1: I didn't want to let anything get in the way of my dream, really.
6: Even Jack Nicholas himself said it, that final round battle between Henrik Stenson and Phil Mickelson at the 2016 Open Championship was better than the legendary Jewel in the Sun. Henrik. Oh, oh,
7: nice just made that whole look.
6: Jack and Tom Watson's tussle at Turnberry in 77 was nothing short of epic.
8: Can't be, can it? <laughs> what about that then?
6: So how did Henrik and Phil not only match two of golf's greatest players, but produce something that was arguably even more spectacular?
3: Lovely pace, and in, in, in for Mickelson and Eagle. I'm Jenny Falconer. I was born in
6: Glasgow, which is just a short train ride away from Royal Troon, and like so many other sports fans, I was gripped by one of the greatest days in sporting history, the 17th of July, 2016. Henrik grew up in Gothenburg in the south of Sweden with his parents Ingemar and Mona and younger sister Ulrika. He took up golf when he was fairly young but it wasn't a hobby that was necessarily encouraged by those closest to him.
1: Well, the Open has always been... The highlights, I mean, as a kid, starting playing golf at 11, it was the Open Championship and the Ryder Cup. They were the two events that I started following kind of immediately after starting to play golf. And some of my earliest memories watching on TV as well. Ian Baker Finch winning at Birkdale in 91 is probably my earliest Open memory. Here comes the Iceman. Oh, He's Henry. actually got a very good sense of
5: oh, I'm Ulrike Stenson, and I'm Henrik's sister. It's quite fantastic to see that he is the same person that he's always been. He's developed some part. And then he has, of course, this grand career in his passion in, in, in a sport that at first our dad didn't even support him doing. Our, our dad was sort of uh, into uh, team sports and effort and, and you should be part of a team uh, that was very important for him. So when Henrik said that he wanted to play golf, I think he was a little bit bummed out about that.
9: Hello there. My name is Ingemar Stensson. I'm Henrik's father. He started with football when he was seven and uh, he was pretty good. But uh, then it happens because we had neighbors that were, were members in Gulbringa Golf Club. They took him with them to the course. He loved it from the first day. So he came home and wanted to have golf clubs and I said to his mother, go to the pro shop and buy a five iron because I thought then it will stop with that.
10: (laughs) On the tee from the USA, Phil Mickelson.
6: Growing up in a very different environment to the Swede was Phil Mickelson, one of golf's legends. Lefty was hitting balls around San Diego courses with his pilot father pretty much as soon as he could walk. He arrived at Royal Troon in 2016 as a five-time major winner and the locals loved him.
2: I feel kind of a special connection to people from Scotland. I just feel like Scotland has a very special place in my heart because of it being the home of golf and and the game of golf giving me so much in my life and meaning so much to me. And having won the Scottish Open in 13 and becoming an Open champion in 2013, I feel like that enhanced my relationship and I feel like there's this emotional connection between myself and the Scottish people. On its way, curling to the left, Phil's made it! A birdie at 18. Phil Nicholson, five under on his efforts today and three under to finish the Open Championship.
7: Hi, I'm Doug Ferguson. I'm the golf writer for the Associated Press and was covering the Open in 2016 at Royal Troon. I don't know why Troon has been so favorable for the Americans, but they keep winning here. I can't imagine when Bobby Locke won in 50 and he's accepting the Claret Jug that you would have said you won't see... Anyone but Americans winning here until the year 2016, Um, everyone takes that bet, don't they? But then you get to the first day, and I can't think who wasn't an American that was on the board.
6: Phil came in with some good form, a past champion, a multiple major winner, and rightfully was fancied to perform well once again in Scotland. Henrik, whilst having a stellar career himself and gone close at the Open on numerous occasions, was still in search of his maiden major.
1: It's definitely been a career dream, a childhood dream to win the Open and to become a major champion. So I had a great career up until then, winning all around the world, winning FedEx Cup, winning Race to Dubai and numerous nice tournaments in, in different parts of the world. So yeah, it was one thing missing. And was I doubting that it was going to happen? Uh, if you let doubt in, it's probably not going to happen. I think he was so stubborn and he was determined. And uh...
9: He wasn't that close when Phil won uh, 2013, but he was second. So I thought that it could be possible to win a major. It is a beautiful
11: summer's morning in southwest Scotland. Royal Troon is looking a picture. These famous links hosting the 145th Open as we begin our journey to identify the champion golfer of the year.
6: So I've only really mentioned Henrik and Phil so far, but believe it or not, there were other golfers at Troon that week. Proud local Colin Montgomery, we all love Monty, don't we? Well, he was given the honour of getting the 145th Open Championship underway.
4: Moved there very young, uh, six years old from Glasgow and and, uh, our house, if you look at the first tee and go directly 180 degrees, it's the fifth house on the right. So I used to run upstairs, have a look at the first tee, was, was empty or not, and, and run down the stairs and run on the tee.
10: They've given Colin the honour of hitting the first shot in this year's Open Championship. This is game number one on the tee from Scotland. Colin Montgomery. Montgomery. I'd
4: be lying to you if I said I wasn't nervous, I was very nervous. Expectation is such that it's his home course, he knows where to put it. So expectation was high. Sometimes when you're expected to do something, it's it's sometimes more difficult to achieve.
10: I'm Peter Dixon, I'm a golf writer, and I was working at the 2016 Open Championship. Yeah, first man to tee off, Colin Montgomery. Everybody's aware that Colin Montgomery should have won an Open probably, and everybody expected him to win an Open, and it's never happened. It created a wonderful side story, a subplot to the whole Open Championship. And what a wonderful thing to do. They asked him to tee off first. He was the first man on the tee. 6.35am on a glorious, glorious morning. The stands were full. The fairways were full. Waiting to see this.
11: Well, this must go in. Well, it's good up and down in the end. That is... Not the start, obviously, that Colin Montgomery was looking for. It
4: was a horrific start. I think I've played that whole, I don't know, 500 times in my career. I've never taken a double bogey six, ever. Out of 500 times, ever. I left it for the first round of the Open, didn't I, you know? Perfect.
11: Brilliant to see so many people out early to support him, but he'll be slightly
4: deflated, that's for sure. Two over par after one. And this is the easy nine. You've got the back nine to play. I said to my caddy, right, level par. Get round in level par today will be great effort. And switched on.
7: Can he finish with a power saving putt on its way and in it goes. Well listen to the roar for Colin Montgomery. He got this one hundred and forty-fifth Open Championship underway at six thirty-five this morning. He started with a double bogey. He went to the top of the leaderboard at one point, but he settles with a level par round of seventy-one.
4: That was great. It was a real thrill to walk off that eighteenth green. Level par.
6: Well done, Monty. Anyway, as predicted, the Americans were thriving in our beautiful Scottish sunshine. They just love this golf course. Defending Open champion Zach Johnson shot a brilliant 67.
5: Yeah. there you go. Knock it on the front end and hold a
8: 30-footer. Who cares? Well, he did say it broke his heart to give the claret jug back and... May not be parting with it for long if he's going to putt like that.
6: The first eagle of the week was claimed by a Texan at the
10: third. Oh, an eagle too for Patrick
6: Reed. And 46-year-old Phil Mickelson made his intentions clear early on, but no one could have predicted how brilliant this round would become.
7: Phil Mickelson sends his birdie putt on its way in the second and the cheers will tell you that lefty, former Open champions, up and running.
2: As I look back on that first round, it, uh, it started to just feel easy. I started to just hit good solid shots. I, didn't, I never got really ahead of myself or looked ahead to the next holes on where I could birdie. I just kind of played the course effectively and played it well and made some putts and it, and it felt good. But I never really thought course record or major championship record because I still had some very difficult holes on the back nine to play.
3: Birdie putt for Phil Mickelson, our leader at six under par. Here it goes, looks good.
2: In it goes, in
3: it goes, what a birdie. And what an up and down out of the bunker from Phil Mickelson. Seven under par Phil Mickelson in this first round after 16 holes.
2: I was aware of of maybe the major championship record when I birdied 16, the par five, and I knew I'd have an opportunity. But again, 17 just isn't a birdie hole. It's just such a tough par three. You're just trying to get it on the surface. You have to hit a great shot to be on the green. And I really did. I hit one of the best forearms I've ever hit right at the pin and gave myself an 18-foot birdie putt. And when that putt went in, I I was fully aware what the last hole meant and how rare this opportunity is to break that record.
10: Lowest man I ever played in a major championship, 63. First man to do it was Johnny Miller back in 1973 at Oakmont. You'd expect the 63 to have been broken by now, and it hasn't happened. The 62 is the holy grail. It's the magic number. And nobody is able to cross that line, it seems.
3: This is Phil Mickelson for a record 62 at the open.
7: There was anticipation in the press room about that putt. There's no question about that. And I think it falls to the individual in terms of what they were expecting. I mean, I was thinking back on, on 16. Wow, all of a sudden, Phil's got a chance at 63 and everyone was thinking one hole ahead to 18 what about 62 aren't we due for a 62.
3: Nicholson eight under par no bogeys in his round here it goes
2: as it was three feet out it looked like it was in as it was six inches out it looked like it was right in the center stays down likes it likes it
3: like oh and it's hit the hole it's hit the hole and rimmed out can you believe
2: it and a high-def Camera from the Golf Channel showed me that three or four inches short of the hole, it, it hit a pebble, a little tiny uh, pebble, and kicked it off to the right. How
8: did it stay out? A putt to make golfing history, and it rims out on the 18th hole.
2: I know that was the break it. I know, but I know all about it. Yeah, I can't really believe that. Uh,
8: of course he knew. He I knew exactly it. what was at stake.
2: It was a fun opportunity to shoot the, the lowest score in, in a major championship to date, but that 62 would have been broken at some point too. I mean, records are made to be broken.
7: Phil's never been number one in the world. He's never won a PJ Tour money list. He's never been voted player of the year. He's maybe one of the top five, 10 players in the history of golf. And this was a chance for him to do something that no one else has done. This is a chance for him to have a record he didn't have to share with anybody. You lose sight momentarily that you've matched the greatest opening round in, in a major championship. Um, you're leading the open by three. You gotta slap yourself in the face to remind yourself of that. And he wanted that 62. And he was heartbroken. That's what he was.
3: Oh, and Bones, his caddy, just tumbled over, fell on his back. He couldn't believe it. He thought it was in
6: we were all heartbroken we really wanted to witness history that week but don't worry too much phil you're eight under par and leading the open by three shots there were actually eight americans in the top 11 after day one's fun in the sun henrik wasn't among the non-americans in that top 11 but it didn't take long for the swede to let the world know he wasn't there to just make up the numbers oh no
1: no, the uh, I mean the opening round on on the Thursday was pretty good, but nothing nothing spectacular, and it was calm conditions and and a lot of other players uh, who were ahead of me on the on the leaderboard and was having a better opening round than me. But I was I was still kind of in a, in a decent position. Extensive. I think he's playing
11: golf with you, Tony. you don't give any buts.
1: Well done.
10: Well, they didn't disappoint us today. they are all well in there
1: comes friday it was brutal conditions late afternoon but it was it was certainly not easy for us that played in the middle of the day either even though there were certainly better conditions uh, than later on
8: so stay out and watch golf applaud and encourage and these conditions
1: that's a golf thing for you You expect to have that kind of conditions at the Open, but it's never fun when you're out in the middle of it. And and I was doing extremely well, uh, shooting a a really good score and and playing good on that, particularly on on that back nine on Friday.
3: And now then, Henrik Stenson, surely no problems here. No, in it goes from no more than a foot. So Henrik Stenson of Sweden finishes at nine under par, picked up six shots today. Really has been a superb round of golf just one behind the leader, Phil Mickelson.
10: Some were arguing afterwards, and I think it's a debate that will continue, that that round was probably better than, than Phil Mickelson's because of the conditions. When he's on a roll, he's a little bit like like Phil Mickelson. You just see the confidence coming and nothing, nothing can stop him. But he believed that this was going to be his year. He just felt that this was going to be his year. And Stenson, he's a player that gets hot and cold, but when he's on a hot streak, then there's not much that can stop him. And, and he was in that sort of form. And his round of golf that day was phenomenal. But his putting in particular uh, was very, very good.
8: Henrik Stenson. <laughs>
10: still
2: looking to become the first Swedish male to win a major. I really enjoy Henrik Stenson. And I, what I enjoy about him is his dry sense of humor. And we can rib each other and give each other some grief and, and, and rough each other up with some jokes and we both take it well and laugh.
5: He's kind, caring, and then he has a really good heart and uh, a great sense of humor, if you're into that sort of humor on the <laughs> that, that he has. But what I admire him for the most is, is his grit. That is uh, one of his really strong uh, features that I, I really, really admire.
8: And a very popular character around the European tour, and man has achieved just about everything in the game, except major
6: Henrik was playing great but Phil Mickelson led the Open on Friday night at 10 under par The American was a shot clear of Henrik who in turn was two shots clear of Keegan Bradley and Soren Kjeltsson while our local hero was simply overjoyed to make it to the weekend
4: I wanted to play on Sunday and that was it. I was disappointed the way I finished on Friday. I finished badly on Friday uh, 75 and thought four over wasn't going to make it. I thought two or three was going to be the cut.
8: Monty who's looking as if he's going to miss out. Oh, that's it. That's gone, sadly.
4: What happened, I got fortunate in a way that the weather changed particularly badly. And five over almost got in, never mind four. So managed to make it, and that was it really. That was it for the week. So making the decision to qualify, to qualify, and then to make the cut, it it, it all just worked. At my age, I've got got to be realistic and say that I possibly won't be winning this, but at the same time, to make the cut, I was very satisfied, yes.
11: Day three of this year's Open Championship from Royal Troon. We have bright and breezy conditions at the moment. Nothing like the uh, horrid weather that we had yesterday afternoon. We are expecting the breeze to gust and pick up throughout the day.
6: All eyes were now firmly fixed on the front two. Phil Mickelson, ten under par. Henrik Stenson, nine under par. Head to head. On the tee from
10: Sweden, Henrik Stenson. (laughs) On the tee from the USA. Phil Mickelson!
6: Mine's cast back to 2013, when Phil won his first claret jug, beating runner-up Henrik by three shots at Muirfield.
3: Phil Mickelson is embracing his caddy. Tears on the
6: shoulders. But back to 2016, and the drama began at that very first hole.
3: Paul, then for Phil Mickelson on the first. Now what has Stenson got? What oh, a great intention here. If he could
9: put the pressure on Figgle Mickelson off the word go on the first. And the ball's on route. Is it going to disappear? He's looking at it. He follows it in. And that's a birdie. Just hear the crowds round
2: here. Loving it. Game on. The third round was not an easy round of golf for me. I struggled a little bit. My timing was off. And I hit a few wayward shots that um, I hadn't been hitting. But. I was able to fight through it and find a way to make pars. And that's really the key to a uh, major championship golf is when you're not going to play perfect and strike it perfect for 72 holes. And when things go off, you need to find ways to make difficult pars. And I was able to, able to do that mostly throughout the round and um, and keep myself in it, right? Therefore, with a great opportunity heading into the final round.
10: I think these are two players who were in stunning form and they both knew it. Um, and it was important for Stenson just to lay down the marker. I'm here. Um, and for Mickelson that day it was a case of he he was like an old boxer in a sense that he was having to defend himself he was having to to fight for all he was worth so for Mickelson this was tough this was a tough tough day but he he did it
3: Phil Mickelson our
10: leader but he needs this to stay
3: at 11 under par. sets it on its way and in in oh brilliant
2: absolutely brilliant from Phil Mickelson what a save! What a par that was. I felt like if I could get through 12, I had a real good chance with those last six holes, setting up much better for for a left-hander. But uh, that that putt on 12 both days was uh, important in keeping that momentum going.
1: I'm standing on the 14th tee, a par three, and I'm two back at that time, and uh, I'm thinking I can't let him edge further away from me because he's just not going to let that up on on Sunday. So. I managed to make a birdie on the 14th, Phil had a bit of a mishap and three putted so I get a two-shot swing and we're back to even. And
9: Just looking at Stenson now, nice clarification from the caddy just a second ago. The crowd is going to roar if this one goes in, right on route. And in the back of the hole, look at that, this stuff is relentless. These boys are relentless. Now Mickelson, follow that my friend.
1: I believe Phil then edged uh, one ahead again on 16 and then I make a really strong birdie on 17 and, and 17 is, is one of the tougher holes at Troon and uh, yeah it was a extremely solid three-on in the middle of the green. I
10: think he's going to let me down there, it's going right, it's going right, hang on. Oh. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, 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 oh. He will go right to the hole. What a beautiful shot from Stenson.
1: Managed to make that putt to birdie that hole, and it turns into be a double swing again with, with Phil missing the green, making bogey. A
8: bit of pressure on Mickelson. That's for par. Oh, it's another two-shot swing. And now it's Stenson who leads.
7: What makes 17 stand out are two things. A, it gives Henrik the lead. B, he goes from trailing to leading and let's never lose the significance of that and the degree of difficulty as they would say in diving was off the charts I mean for Henrik to have to hit a flat-out three iron to where he did eighteen twenty feet and to make the putt for a two on that hole makes it probably the most important shot of the tournament I don't want to dismiss 14 because I think at that point it was in danger of getting away from Henrik the two-shot swing was big not because it's a one-shot lead I think it just because of this is as strong a shot as you're going to see at Troon, and I just nailed it.
8: Wonderful reception for these two great players, and what an exhibition they've given us today. It really is a little bit reminiscent of the Jewel in the Sun, that famous 1977 Open, Jack Nicholas and Tom Watson.
9: This is what dreams are made of at 11 underfield now. This one to stay at 11, one behind Stenson. At the moment, I must say that because Stenson still has a putt of similar length. Ball en route, disappears. Par for Phil Mickelson. One under par for the day. 11 under for the tournament.
3: On its way, and in from Henrik Stenson. Henrik Stenson gets his par on 18 to equal Phil Mickelson. And Henrik Stenson... Leads the Open at 12 on the par with one round to go tomorrow and the warmest of embraces from both players, Henrik Stenson and Phil Mickelson.
10: Everybody looked at that as a two-horse race after the third round was was, was done and dusted. I don't think anybody could really believe that two players had separated themselves from the rest of the field in, in, in quite such a way. That gap was huge, absolutely huge.
8: Ah, oh, this is just terrific, isn't it? One hole to go.
10: So what was in prospect was really a prize fight and that's what everybody was getting really excited about.
5: I was just excited because uh, deep down I, I felt and hoped that, that he was going to get it and then um, of course nervous because it ain't over till it over <laughs> but, but uh, I, I, I had a good feeling. It's hard watching on the side as well when you're not, you can't really do anything.
8: And it's Henrik Stenson who just takes the slightest of advantages into the final round. He's at 12 under, Mickelson at the 11 under, and they've got a big gap uh, and a big lead over the rest of the field. Absolutely terrific. What a wonderful afternoon's golf.
6: Hearing that back, I mean, what a day of golf that was. 2016 was all about the leading pair, but we're not quite done with Saturday yet as there was one intriguing subplot unfolding on those Ayrshire Links.
8: Beef! Well done, beef. Beef.
0: Two and three holes for the big Englishman, Spanish Open champion. Going to the Open, the first two days... There was a bit more like attention again, but nothing too crazy on the Thursday or Friday. You know, I just got on with my golf, played my golf, and then being in one of the final groups with Sergio on the Saturday was just, that was the day where it kind of went just mad. That was the day that it went like, just blew up. Like people shouting stands, and like a lot of people shouting beef and stuff, and I was thinking like, this is crazy. I did a few interviews for BBC Five Live and my social media, my Twitter, Instagram, I mean, would just go berserk. I think it went from something like 8,000 followers to like 60-something in the space of two days. Beef,
10: yeah, I think he was one of the stories of this Open. A fantastic, fantastic player. I think the one thing you have to keep in mind, first and foremost, is that he's a golfer, first and foremost, and you do not reach this level of play, unless you are a seriously good golfer. But he looks great, doesn't he? He's got, he's got this bushy beard, which he says his girlfriend doesn't like, and he should have it trimmed, and he's beefy, isn't he? he that's not why he's nicknamed Beefy, but he, he's, he's got that sort of beefy look, and he has a rapport with the crowds, and the galleries really took to him, and he was aware that they were there.
0: And away she goes, it looks good, from Beef, curving in left to right towards the hole, towards the hole! You could hear the reaction here on 13, he is ramping up the crowd. They love him for that. Yeah, I chipped in, it's gone straight in the hole. And that it was that was, that was such a great memory. I always remember that. And I chipped it in, we had a little celebration, the crowds the crowds were went mental. And it was funny, as I walked off the green, my sister shouted over and it was like, look, you've made your mum cry like that and i was like i can't look at this i was like stop crying and that and um, I, I had to look away because i was going to start crying <laughs> what an open weekend he's having so far will it get even better the ball on the way towards the hole will it go
6: in the hole will it will it no 70 for andrew johnston a nod of the head to both sides of the fairway and the galleries here which are monstrous And he's five under, going into the last day, a shake of the head and a huge smile. He can't believe it. A star was born. Playing in his first major, Andrew Johnston made that week so much fun. He went into the final round in fourth, one shot behind Bill Haas, who was six shots off Phil Mickelson. And as the sun set over the west coast of Scotland on Saturday night, we all knew that something special, perhaps even historic, was awaiting us on Sunday.
11: Championship Sunday at the Open. A very special day in the golfing calendar.
8: There's ever relaxed Henrik Stenson strolling along with uh, longtime coach Pete Cairn. sure he's feeling just a little on edge, but it never shows a very relaxed Good character. Guys. How's it going? As indeed is Phil. Two players who will go head-to-head, they know each other well, have huge respect for each other.
10: On the tee from Sweden, Henrik Stenson.
1: Major championship, he's done everything else in the game. Being paired with Phil and being up against a player of his caliber, it certainly pushed me to, to go after it more. I, I knew he was never going to back down. Having won the Open before being a, a five-time major champion, he's never going to back down, he's, he's never been that player, and uh, I knew I had to go out there and play extremely well to have a chance to beat him.
8: What a fascinating
1: battle it's going to be though, isn't it? i
8: so looking forward to this. Yesterday in round three they were paired together in the last group and Henrik got off to the better start. Phil came back, took the lead and then Henrik overtook him again at the end. I think it could be Nip and Tuck again today.
1: Already on the Saturday afternoon it turned into a, a match play situation where we're going head to head, fighting for position going into Sunday there it is, one of the
8: greatest trophies in all of sport. Every single great player in the history of the game is on there. Some of them several times.
2: The famous Claret Jug. I went over and tapped it a little bit. I like to do fun things like that. But I think that it helped me relax and not put as much pressure on myself knowing that I have already won a Claret Jug. It would have meant the world to me to win it for the first time like it did in 2013. I felt a lot of pressure and and desire to to win that, just like I did at Troon, but I didn't feel the pressure as much because I had already won it. I had already accomplished the feat of bringing home the Cleric Jug, So the pressure wasn't as great. I was able to free up and, and play.
6: Want to keep up to date with the latest news on the Open podcasts, as well as enjoying films, articles, quizzes, and much more? Get the Open app today to experience the greatest stories in golf, all year round.
10: On the tee from the USA, Phil Mickelson. At 46 years old, looking to become the second
8: oldest winner ever of the Open.
10: I think most, not most, but a lot thought that perhaps Phil Mickelson would would strike the first blow and might pull away because he'd won major championships before Henrik was still looking for his first. And at forty. The chances are going to get fewer and farther between. One forty-one left for Phil. He's in a great position. You could hear the swish of the club
3: as he stands poised, watching it. Oh, and that's a beauty! Almost in! Oh, by goodness me! It just went past the pin, spun back, and almost went into the hole. A certain birdie to start with for Phil Mickelson. Remember, he's currently at 11 under, one behind Henrik Stenson. Misjudgment from Stenson, which means he's still off the green, just short of the green.
2: It's a great feeling to hit an iron shot close and have tap-in birdies. I just hit a nice little eight iron, and rather than try to fight the wind, I started out right and let the wind bring it back to the left. And as it fell from the sky, it uh, took a nice little hop towards the hole and, and ended up a, a foot or two. And it was a great way to start. Not the kind of put that Henrik wanted for par on the opening hole missed
8: it absolutely brilliant approach from the Americans so this is really just a tap-in birdie and as Sandrick was predicting it is a two-shot swing and Henrik Stenson's lead didn't last too long Phil Nicholson back at the top of the leaderboard
7: Henrik to me I think one of the most underrated moments maybe not shots is that about a 15-foot putt he holds for a, for a three on number two here it comes, on its way, stays down and in,
3: in it goes from Henrik Stenson, it's a birdie. Would you believe it, he's back where he started the day at 12 on the par and both he and Phil Mickelson who's also at 12 on the joint leaders of the Open.
7: He really looked like the Ice Iceman there, there was there was no pressure, there was that look, this guy's stare could cut through a gorse bush, I mean it's he's intimidating sometimes, not maybe at somebody but at the golf ball. I would hate to be Henrik's golf ball. And the way he walked in that putt with just great peace and calmness about him got my attention And two, he did the same thing on three. 12 under currently, looks good, looks good, looks good. And in it goes, Henrik Stenson,
3: another birdie, two birdies in succession on two and three, and he goes to 13 under, and at this moment, Leads the Open.
8: They're, they're a couple of
3: heavyweight boxers and they just keep landing punches, don't they? Fantastic stuff
8: for Henrik Stenson. Look at the look in Bones' face. Where did that come from? How good is this,
3: eh? How good is this?
6: Everyone was transfixed. The standard of golf was truly mesmerising and no other player could lay a glove on them.
3: Lovely pace. And in, in, in for Mickelson and Eagle. And he retakes the lead. Well, yet again, there's a swing here. Stenson leads, Mickelson leads, Stenson leads, Mickelson leads. It's like they
8: were
6: playing another sport, even for those near the top.
0: Do you know, the way they set it up was so good because you walk under the stand, no one can see you walk, walk under there until you get on the tee. And that, and I was like, this is gonna be great. As soon as we walk out, and as soon as they, they see me, they're gonna start cheering. And, that, and that's exactly what happened. Becoming such a, a hero, and I was just so excited to sort of get through the tunnel, get up the little slope onto the tee box, and get there. And once I walked out, it was great. And I turned around, had a wave. I could hear my niece shouting <laughs> like I could hear her all week shouting. So it was nice to hear her, her again, and um, just the appreciation is amazing. The appreciation from everyone has just been great. Beef
5: birdie chance. This would get a real roar, and he's oh. hit it. He's hit a good pat. He's hit a pat.
2: I love
0: this As it just disappeared and that it went absolutely crackers, and it, it was such a good feeling, That's like, such a good feeling to sort of walk up and have them cheer that loud and then make a birdie for them to do it again. It, it was so special. It's birdies galore. And there we go. Two under for his round. Great start for the beef. And it was actually funny because I started off all right. I think I was a couple under after six holes and I looked at the leaderboard and I was further behind. And that's when I kind of, that's when I kind of went, no one's catching them, no one's catching them. And that's when it kind of hit me when you're like, yeah, that they've just run away with it. And I, I, said, I said to both of them, I said, when did you move up here? I said like that, I said, you have both moved up here over the last few years and that oh you were playing a different golf course it was unbelievable golf they played
6: back to our leading pair by the time Henrik and Phil got to the postage stamp the 8th hole they were both on 15 under par for the championship that was 8 shots clear of JB Holmes in 3rd place 8 shots and the gap was only getting bigger
3: it's
8: in for the 2 yes. yes it's really going to be a shame somebody's going to lose today. Arguably the best head-to-head contest for an Open Championship since the epic Duel in the Sun at Turnberry all those years ago between Nicholas and Watson.
7: When you think about the greatest Open Championship ever, I, I think to a man, everybody will go straight to straight to Turnberry because of Jack Nicholas and Tom Watson, because of the weather, because of the the shots they hit, because of the way it ended. There's there are so many elements, books and movies. Duel in the Sun. It's got a beautiful name to it. That's untouchable. Can't can't be, can it?
8: (laughs) What about
10: that then? (laughs) I've never seen anything like that in my life.
7: I think the first three holes is when everyone started raising the idea of Turnberry, and you almost don't want to. You almost feel guilty to bring up Turnberry because we're dealing with Jack Nicklaus and Tom Watson. Do the absolute best to play the game. So you start with the leading characters on this, but you can't ignore what's going on before you. The comparison was there, but
10: I don't think anybody dared think that it could be better. You know, Watson had a 65 uh, in the final round, Nicklaus had a 66, surely they couldn't match that. You know, how could you have anyone bettering a 65 and a 66 for, for a victory?
2: I've had some matches where it was two men race, but we were only three, four, five shots ahead. We weren't 11 ahead of the field like uh, like it ended up being at, at Troon. We had separated ourselves, probably more than two guys have ever separated themselves in in any tournament, and uh, you know we weren't making bogeys. We had to make birdies and eagles to to gain ground, and it wasn't over an easy golf course. The course was very tough, and uh, you just couldn't let up on any shot, and shot after shot, Henrik just striped it, just hit it so solid through that air. It's
3: getting warmer. It's very, very pleasant. It's a lovely evening here at Royal Troon, the 145th Open Championship. Henrik Stenson has never won one. He's never won a major, but this will be a chance for him from a roundabout, 15 feet.
1: He actually goes back to the 14th again, the par three on the on the during the final round. I've had a good approach shot in, about 15 to 20 feet, 20 feet away. We're all square, and I'm just thinking to myself. Phil's never going away. So if you want to win this championship, you gotta you gotta take an opportunity like this and 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 make this putt. And I pick my line and I stand up and I and I make this 15-20 footer right in the middle to go one ahead. Uh, Phil says, you know, good putt, well done.
3: Here it goes down the hill and in, in for Henrik Stenson. What a putt! And Henrik Stenson takes the lead yet again.
8: Four holes to go. Stenson by one.
6: Oh, that magnificent birdie put Henrik a shot clear of Phil with four holes to play. You would imagine his parents and his sister would have been going crazy cheering him on at Royal Troon, right?
9: Why I wasn't there, I can tell you, because I had worked at the club many years. We arranged the national team tournament in Barcebeck, playing Wednesday to Saturday. The staff, we used to play 36 on Sunday. And so we did even this day. And uh, we went and sat in front of the telly just when he made the birdie on the 14th.
5: I watched him in the open, uh, enjoyed by my uh, partner. And I was really pregnant. <laughs> I was due in a month. So we didn't fly over to, to see. We, we watched it uh, at home. So I remember it being really, really, really hot summer day in Sweden. And, and we watched it at home.
9: My wife, Sat in her car, she had uh, decided to catch up one of their uh, au pair girls coming from uh, northern Sweden. So so she was in her car uh, at Malmö airport, so she heard it on the radio in the car.
10: <laughs> Four holes to go. Is this the rocket, Threewood? It is. Thought so. You can't reach the left bunkers with that.
1: We walk on to the to the 15th tee box. Uh, I'm, I'm one ahead now, and uh, after a slightly missed approach uh, with a with a four iron, I think I, I left it 51 feet to be exact on the on the right hand fringe.
10: So he's hitting a four iron, which makes sense. He can hold it up into the wind. Just about makes it. Just about hangs on from 214 yards. It's not a shocker.
1: The greens at, at links courses are, are not the quickest, and when you have long putts, you, you need to give it a, a good smack. I can see already from 12, 10 feet out that it's it's on a great line and it's got potential. And then yeah, as it gets closer, it just keeps on going towards the hole and, and, and it's just perfect. Not too firm, not too soft and right in the middle of the hole.
10: what a day my goodness
1: me send me some oxygen i think the the exact words i said to garrett lord my my caddy i said how do you calm yourself down after this one
6: and he replied
1: just breathe." <laughs> easy for him to say
2: what a putt back to back birdies 18 under oh there's a bit of pressure on Mickelson. I was thinking I needed to make a birdie or eagle on on 16. That was that was pretty obvious.
10: Phil's got to gamble, Sam, hasn't he? He's got to get as close as he can to that ditch. It's 275.
2: And sure enough, I just came off perfect, landed on, and, and rolled up there about 30 feet and gave me a nice uphill right to left look for for eagle. And when Henrik went to the left into the fescue, I thought that this was an opportunity to pick up at least one and maybe two depending on his lie it was unlikely that he would get that up and down so i should be able to pick up one and I, if i could roll one in get this thing tied with two holes to go yeah.
8: Yeah. oh no goodness oh, gracious oh, my me close can it be
2: it didn't quite work out that way he hit quite a, a great chip he was fortunate like you have to be to have a good lie it was still a challenging uh, right to left 5 footer
10: yeah. Magnificent home, 19 under par, the lowest score ever shot in an Open. And that was on a par 72.
8: This
1: is a par 71.
2: When he rolled that in, and my eagle putt, which looked like that was going to go, I ended up moving across the lip. That was uh, a big turning point.
1: Yeah, those are the the smallest of of small margins, right? It's uh, looking at it, you, you think it's 47% of the ball is over the edge. so I mean, it's yeah, it's amazing. It doesn't go in, but it's my day, it's my week.
7: In Phil's mind, I think he always thought he was going to win. Having been around him as, as much as I have, I really had a feeling that, that he thought he was going to win. But for Phil, and the a little bit of draining in his face, would have had to have been on, on 16. He's two down with with three to play. And here come the golfing gods again, who apparently is, are, are not friends with Phil, and have that putt just, just turn away to the left at the last minute. I think Phil thought it was in. Henrik thought it was in. That was going to put enormous pressure on Henrik's four and a half footer for for birdie. If he misses that and and Phil's eagle goes in, all of a sudden, two shot swing and we are tied with two of the strongest holes left to play. It didn't happen. That's when the air comes out.
9: Well, that. was falling on the front edge.
2: Did you know? How did it know? I looked on all the way. A little bit like he's putt for the 62 on Thursday night. But I still had a chance, two down with two to go. You just never know with these these tough holes. But boy, the iron shot he hit on 17 kind of slammed the door. So two to go, the par 3 17th and the
1: par 4 18th. Too sharp lead for Stetson. If I go back to to 17, I mean, I had probably the the four iron of of my life on 17. I, I drill it straight at the pin, and we talked about how good that 3 iron was on 17 in the third round. But the the shot of the of the week really to me is that four iron. How, how solid that one
3: is. Well, it should be plenty of club for him a four iron. Make sure he doesn't rip it over the back. <laughs>
1: I could have finished it all on 17. i just missed my birdie putt. Phil, again, we talked about it, you you can't count him out, and he makes a a great putt for for a par save.
10: What a show from these two. It's truly mind-blowing. But Stenson now has one birdie for the lowest score ever in a major.
6: Henrik Stenson is now standing on the 18th tee. 19 under par. Two shots clear of Phil Mickelson. He isn't only on the brink of winning his maiden major, he's on the brink of golfing immortality.
0: What a scene down the 18th. Stands are
10: packed. Probably pretty emotional for Stenson. He's gonna have to keep his emotions in check. 10 minutes, he's got a job to do. There's some bunkers down here waiting. Absolutely beautiful.
8: No, he's not done a Greg Norman. Oh,
1: he very nearly did a Greg Norman. Greg drove into that bunker in 1989. For me, though, it was a bit of a dilemma, I guess, in in the sense that I I didn't really want to take in the moment fully at that point because we've seen on on a few occasions what can happen when you let your concentration slip in big events and, and the Open not being... Anything different there. We've seen a couple of heartbreak moments over the years and I was just determined not to not to let up on that end and uh, I stayed focused as much as I could there all the way until until I'm actually ready to, to hit my final pup
8: no he really can relax even full the magician can't do anything about that Sweden at last has a male major champion, Henrik Stenson, on his first visit to
3: Royal True. Crowds in the grandstands on both sides are just standing. Henrik Stenson takes off his cap and just savours the moment. Isn't this fantastic?
1: Then I, I, I kind of said to myself, you've you, mission accomplished, I've, I've done this. I've won the Open Championship because uh, up until that point, I, I didn't want to let uh, anything get in the way of, of my dream, really. In the clubhouse, it was about 80, 90
9: persons sitting with a beer and a cheeseburger and so on. When that ball stopped, I um, went to the kitchen and said, champagne through the whole clubhouse. We were 85 persons drinking champagne uh, before he, he set that uh, unbelievable <laughs> last putt on, on 18. And we cried together. It was fantastic. Well, this to break the all-time record. 19-under is the record. This for 20. <laughs>
8: Henrik Stenson, the open champion that's the worst score anyone has ever made in the open 20 under path. what a performance a round of 63 with four bodies in the last five holes he took everything from nickerson could throw at him and on the day he was just too good
1: i guess i just let it all sink in for for a brief moment and and then i gave it a double fist pump and Went over to give Garrett uh, a hug and go and thank uh, Phil for for a great day and a great fight. And yeah, I, I, I suppose you're right. It probably felt longer when you're just taking that extra second or two because uh, I mean, it, at, at that point, it's it's not like. When a player makes makes the putt to win, I mean, I, I had a, a few to spare at that moment, and uh, I just let the let the moment sink in, and, and then kind of reacting afterwards. So it was it was certainly nothing planned. It was just just emo- emotions coming out.
3: Off comes the cap, a pump with his left fist. My goodness me, what
5: a way to win it! I jumped and I screamed when he put in that final putt, and and you realize that. Oh my freaking God, he's actually one. Then I screamed so much that the baby flipped inside of me. I just felt her moving a lot and I'm like, oh dear, now I'm, I'm going to go <laughs> into labor because I just jumped from the, from the sofa so high um, and screamed and just couldn't stop. I think the whole neighborhood hear me, um, half part of Sweden, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a great moment. That was amazing, amazing. What a warm, warm
3: greeting from Phil. Wonderful,
2: wonderful stuff. Caddies embrace as well. I congratulated him, and I had actually told him at the US Open that, uh, you know, I felt he, he didn't play well at the US Open. We were paired together the first two days, and I really liked Henrik. And I had said, listen, you know, you strike the ball so solidly, and you're such a great mid and long iron player. You're going to win major championships. Something inside me kind of I felt like it was probably gonna be at my expense when I said that, and uh, I mean, sure enough, it was.
1: Coming off 18, I just looked at him there, and I said, you remember the conversation? And he just smiled at me and said, oh yeah, I remember the conversation. <laughs>
6: Henrik Stenson became the first Scandinavian male to win a major. He carded a joint record eight under par 63 to win the open by three shots over Phil Mickelson and a quite frankly ridiculous 14 shots clear of JB Holmes in third. So can we now say that this is the greatest duel that golf has ever seen?
8: Who knows, Jack? May hold this. Oh, can't, can't be can it? <laughs> What about that
6: then? go on be
8: honest with us jack they played great i thought the, the two of them played really fantastic golf i commented to barbara when we were watching it my wife that uh you know this reminds me of turnberry i said these two guys are playing fantastic golf and uh, they're the only two left on the golf course and they, and, and they act like they're only t- the only two
3: out there and they, they played very very well
4: i've spoken to tom watson and i've spoken to jack nicholas regarding the Jewel in the Sun famously in 1977, and they both say, they both say that the Truene Open in 2016 was better. Now that's interesting, they both say. It. Even Tom Watson, who won it? I know Jack Nicholas would, <laughs> having finished second.
8: A nice guy. I've always liked Hedrick, and uh, I dropped him a note and congratulated him on his win and uh, so forth, and I talked to him later about it, just saying he thanked me for the note, and uh, I thought his play was fantastic, and, he certainly had a had a great week and he
3: deserved to win.
1: It actually took quite a long time before i I got to read Jack's letter because I was away in in the summer, obviously, back in Sweden and came back to the US just briefly, went on to the Olympics and then it was FedEx Cup playoffs and whatnot. So I I think it was a good, probably a good month and a half or something like that before I I got to sit down in my office and open the mail and and of course, handwritten note from him saying, you know, congratulations on the win and that he watched it and and he he thought we we played phenomenal golf and and that it was better than his duel with with Tom back in seventy. So uh, yeah, that's very humbling, and I'm actually sitting here in my office now, and I'm I, I can see his notes in in my trophy cabinet. I, w- I will get to frame it as well. Right now, it's safely behind glass in my trophy cabinet, but I'm planning on framing it. And yeah, that, that's certainly a note that I would cherish forever.
10: With a score of 264, the winner of the gold medal and the champion golfer of the year is Henrik Stenson. They call him the
6: Iceman, but people warm to Henrik. He's welcoming, he's fun, friendly, a practical joker with a wonderfully deadpan sense of humour. A man who came to Troon in hope of realising a childhood dream and left with a claret jug tucked under his arm. Phil Mickelson pushed him all the way, but this was Henrik's Open, and the way he won it might never be beaten.
7: It was brilliance from opening shot, to the 18th hole, it was relentless. I don't know how they did it. The the greater the pressure got, and you could feel it, you could feel it on the ground, you could feel it coming through the television, the greater the pressure got, the better the golf became. And it was like that for four hours.
10: I think this will go down as the greatest final round of an Open Championship ever. So putting into context, that's gonna be talked about for years to come, one of the greatest.
9: I start crying now when you ask me because it was so um, emotional, of course, and um, I've seen the whole tournament afterwards, of course, several times, and uh, it's unbelievable which golf they played both of them. I can't believe it.
5: This has been one of his biggest dreams throughout from being a kid. So just watching it and realize that he did it was epic, and in the way he did it as well, lots of words.
8: So there it is, the final leaderboard, Henrik Stenson, unbelievable, a 63, the lowest round to win an Open, and the lowest total to win an Open, 20 on the par, and he wins by two from Phil Mickelson, and the long run of American success at Troon finally comes to an end.
2: Well, I think it almost makes it harder for the reason that the 2016 Open at Troon will be remembered for quite a long time, because of how it played out, because of the golf that was played and the the head-to-head competition and match that took place. And that makes it harder because I will hear about this over and over again, and it was one that I didn't win. Close, close,
3: and in, and in for Henrik Stenson. What a way to win the Open Championship.
1: special enough to to win a major, special enough to win the Open Championship as a European. But to do it in the way that I managed to do it, having such a great duel with Phil and playing arguably the the best golf I've ever played on the biggest stage of of them all, it's nothing short of of a dream come true.
7: What
1: a day's golf,
8: what a performance, what a winner.
1: It's an amazing week at Troon and and it's certainly the highlights of my career.
6: The story of 2016 was narrated by me, Jenny Falconer, written and edited by Rob Day. Supporting producers include Chris Lewis and Mike Birch. The executive producers were Paul Sutcliffe and Steve Tebb. Thank you so much for listening. The Open's official website has more content than ever before. Visit theopen.com today and explore our vast library of videos, as well as a host of feature articles, championship updates. Ticket and hospitality information, venue guides, every episode of The Open Podcasts, and much
2: more. This has been an original audio production from The Open.